Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Buzzing About Romance podcast. And on this quick shot of romance, we are reviewing Window Shopping by Tessa Bailey. And I am joined once again by Rachel, who you can find on Instagram as Read with Rach. Welcome back to the podcast, Rachel. Glad to be back. Okay, so do you want to read the synopsis from Goodreads? Yeah. A sizzling, standalone, feel-good holiday romance from Tessa Bailey, New York Times best-selling author of It Happened One Summer. Two weeks before Christmas and all through Manhattan, shop windows are decorated in red and green satin. I'm standing alone in front of the famous Vivant department store when a charming man named Aiden asks my opinion of the decor. It's a tragedy in tinsel, I say, unable to lie. He asks for a better idea with a twinkle in his eye. Did I know he owned the place? No, he put me on the spot. Now I'm working for that man, trying to ignore that he's hot. But as a down on her luck girl with a difficult past, I know an opportunity when I see one and I have to make it last. I'll put my heart and soul into dressing his holiday windows. I'll work without stopping. And when we lose the battle with temptation, I'll try and remember I'm just window shopping. Okay, so this was released October, <coughs> excuse me, October 19th of 2021, so it's it's pretty new, and the tropes are holiday romance, grumpy sunshine, workplace romance, um, and there's a couple other ones that are mixed in, like she is starting over, he is way sunshiny, and the put out percentage was 49%, but there's a really, really hot scene with Aiden in the shower at 32%. Putting that out there for you, for your uh, eyeballs to enjoy. So thoughts. Stella is just starting out again. She had recently got out of jail after a four year jail sentence and she's been out about a month. And so she is, she's starting over in New York and she's trying to figure out what to do with her life. And so she's walking past this travesty of a window with what did she refer to the penguins i don't even remember oh my gosh i forgot but it was really funny it was hilarious. like honestly i was three pages into this book and i was cackling like because it was so funny and i was like if this is what the rest of the book is going to be like this is going to be amazing because <laughs> i was laughing so hard I know I was hooked from the beginning too. Like I was, I was laughing so hard. I laughed throughout most of the book, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There was a lot of really humorous points, but they, they flowed naturally. Like it wasn't humor for humor's sake. Like it worked really well with the storyline, but so Aiden is getting Stella's opinion. She has no idea who he is. Like she, he's just asking her questions, what he thinks, like what she thinks and, then basically it's like, oh, you should like, they don't have the window dressing person anymore. Like you should apply. And so she's like, okay. And then like, but she has been trying to leave this conversation that she's having with him for like three minutes, like over and over again, but he won't let her leave. I love that. Like she very much had on an air of like, don't talk to me. I don't mm-hmm. want to be talked to. Yeah. And he either didn't get it or he didn't care. I think it was kind of a combination of both because he seemed like pretty aloof at the beginning. Like mm-hmm. he's just so sunshiny and couldn't imagine why someone would not want to talk with him. Yeah. Well, 
but it's also i think the fact like when we officially meet aiden and like he is looking for stella's like job application and he's like kicking himself because he didn't get her name he didn't get her number he got nothing from her because again like she was done like she wanted out of that conversation but he talks about how they had such an instant connection like he'll know who she is just by seeing her name mm -hmm. and i thought that was really profound because they both she felt similar things but since she is so unsure about where her life is and where her life should be going and like what her past is going to to do for her future like she mm -hmm. wants to ignore those feelings yes yeah i i agree and so tessa described this as like a ted lasso-esque romance okay with um so Ted Lasso is super popular TV show on Apple TV. Mm -hmm. I actually hadn't watched it until I read this book and okay. you should watch it. It's really funny. Ted Lasso, the main character is very much, I see where Tessa got the inspiration for Aiden okay. because he's like so, so sunshiny that you're like, how can someone be this happy mm. all the time? <laughs> well, Even when bad, something bad happens, they're like, uh -huh. they spin it and you're like oh my gosh how yeah that was that was the thing like he like even when he was having a like a bad moment or a bad day or like that board meeting like mm -hmm. with which he basically said that he does those just because like but even in there are moments in that meeting where like you could tell like he wanted to have a reaction but like it's mm -hmm. so ingrained in him to be like polite and nice and and act a certain way that he he doesn't let that side of him out but it's kind of crazy because like when you hear the stories about his aunt edna who raised him because his his dad pawned him off on edna and her mm -hmm. husband like you know like in the stories and any interaction like there is there like she she has a temper like she has those emotions she's not afraid to show those but you you see the fact that like he was dumped there basically that he feels he has to act a certain way for things to to go the way that they're supposed mm -hmm. to like if he is always nice then he wouldn't get left again um and i just felt so bad for him in that moment that like that his dad dropped him off there with her but right. at the same time, like, I loved it because Edna, like, she showed him love and she showed him, like, what it is to be wanted at the same time. Yeah, I love that. And, like, I thought Tessa did a great job because I think a lot of times, like, sunshiny characters can come up, uh, like, as naive mm -hmm. almost. Yeah. And with Aiden, it would be easy to think he's just naive, but she told his story in a way that you knew he was he was making this conscious decision mm -hmm. to be like super positive yeah. rather than like being someone who didn't know that life could be bad yeah it like, was he knew it but it was almost his coping around. mechanism right he turned it around and decided to be positive because he knew it could be worse mm -hmm. so let's talk about just stella so stella is the grumpy in this like she's but her grumpy is not like she she's just 
not sure. Like her grumpiness comes out in a place of insecurity in the fact that she doesn't know what she can do now because she's an ex-con, like officially an ex-con and like who's going to hire her? Why would somebody hire her? Like, and she makes, she made this conscious decision to, to do what she did, like when, before she got arrested and like, she's open about it. Like once they get to that point, but at the same time, like she wonders like what, how is this going to affect her in the long run? Yeah. I, I was not expecting her to be an ex-con. I don't know, but I really like that because I think that usually with that kind of trope, it's the guy that's the ex-con. Yeah. Like I don't know that I've ever read a book, maybe like a couple mm-hmm. where the female's the ex-con. So yeah. I liked that. And I liked that she wasn't completely jaded. Mm-hmm. She was a little jaded as you would be, but like you said, it, it was really like unsure and insecurity how to go on with her life without her former best friend. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think a lot of like, the insecurity comes in too, like, cause when she first got out, she went home to her parents in Pennsylvania and they like, they basically were like, you, you got to leave. So like she yeah. comes home after being in jail for years and she comes to a place where you're supposed to be loved and cared for and right. Like feel that embrace. And they're like, you got to go. Mm-hmm. And I, in having that situation, she truly, truly was alone. So, and that was the first time ever, like yes, she was in jail and yes, she was alone there, but it was a different situation. Like she had nobody in her relationship with Nicole, who is the best friend who is also in jail because of what they did. (laughs) Like she recognizes as the book goes on, like how toxic she was for her. Mm -hmm. And that's, she has so much growth in this book. And I think that's one of the most amazing things about this book is it's, it's so funny. And there's a, ton of humorous points but there's also those like serious moments and serious like situations in which Stella and even Aiden like deal with their mm-hmm. their hang-ups and the resolutions that they come to yes I I agree I was definitely expecting a rom-com mm-hmm. so the comedic moments were you know not surprising but I wasn't expecting as much depth mm-hmm. necessarily. And yeah. that that's just simply because I was expecting a rom-com and I yeah. thought it went kind of seamlessly between the two. Mm-hmm. I was never like, what's this doing in this book? Exactly. Or like, what's going on here? Like, I, I thought it was really well done and I appreciated the growth of both Stella and Aiden. Mm-hmm. Well, and one thing I liked too was like they... They allowed each other to grow, but they didn't do it. Like it wasn't Aiden's like forcing Stella's growth. It wasn't Aiden being around for Stella to grow. It was Stella being in that position. Like, cause she becomes friends with a couple of the managers, like in the store. And like, she really connects with some of the people that work at this department store. And she sees the type of relationship and friendship that she should have. And I think that's the big part of it too, is, I mean, Tessa Bailey is always, she's really good with those like side characters. They're never overpowering, but they really make important 
important impacts on like the main hero mm -hmm. or the main heroine's life. And I think that's the biggest thing is these little side managers and side characters <laughs> and even Aiden's assistant with him. Um, they really allow them to see like where they're failing and where mm -hmm. their thought process is not quite what it's what it should be. And like, this is where you should head, but maybe you can go this way too. And that's all right. Yeah, I agree. I liked that Stella's growth was for Stella mm -hmm. and not for Aiden. He was, yes. he was instrumental in kind of like supporting her and her seeing like maybe what she wanted for the future but she wasn't changing for him the decision the decisions she made were not for him mm -hmm. they were all for her and i i really liked that because it made it more believable it really did and that's the biggest thing like he supported it like he didn't force it he didn't say you need to do this like he supported it and she supports him in the fact where she's like you don't have to be nice all the time like she's yeah. like, if that's how you are and that's what you need, then that's okay. But you don't have to be this person. Like you can let the bad out also. So let's switch gears a little bit. So Aiden, like we said, he's this super nice guy, always polite, always like peppy, upbeat, like wears his little bow ties, which I just adore. I think a bow tie is just, mm -hmm. I like a good bow tie, but he has like fancy bow ties like during the Christmas season. And then he has like his standard planes when it's not Christmas, but he is one dirty talker. I know one of my favorite things, the whole, you know, beta in the streets, alpha in the sheets. Mm -hmm. I love an unexpected dirty talker. Oh, and he dirty talked it. really well. Well, he did. and he even talks about like how it's the one place like he can fully let go. And he like, people he's excuse me dated in the past like they he's had issues with that because they either really like that nice guy and then they can't handle like mm -hmm. the extreme like alpha dirty talker he is in bed or they really want that guy all the time and they don't like his nice side but he like he felt with Stella like she rounded out the best of both sides and I thought that was really nice too that like he really could be his full 100% true self around her. And yes, like there was the up and downs because she's his boss. Yes, she's an ex-con. Like what is his family going to think? So she had a lot of those inner turmoils and his mm -hmm. his really only hang up was what is Stella going to think about this kind of thing? Like what what are Stella's thoughts? Like he didn't care what his family thought because aside right. from Edna, like he he dealt with his mother or his dad and his grandmother. Like only when he had to, but that was one thing I liked too. Like he wasn't worried about what people would say. He was just worried about how Stella would react. And the fact that like, he didn't want her to feel like he was taking advantage of the situation because he hired her. Right. And I thought it was interesting that he truly didn't care what other people thought mm -hmm. because he comes across as a people pleaser. He does. And really he people pleases because that's what makes it like easier for him to stay positive. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily because he wants to make those other people happy. It's just easier. Right. So that's what he does. And when it came down to it, like, like it, 
he was going to do it for what he wanted Mm -hmm. and he didn't he no longer like tried to make them happy and I really liked that I did too and but he did it in such a way that felt natural like it wasn't like the shift of character like it was just him like it was him taking charge in that moment where he would have before but he he did it in a different way like he wasn't this kind like bubbly guy like when it happened like he he let that alpha come out just a little bit Mm -hmm. in those moments but he really the everything with Stella though it was kind of on her terms like there is a moment where they get to a certain point and he pulls back and then he recognizes like he hurt her but at the same time like he's like we're not not like we're together are not ready for that step. And I thought that was something too, is he really thought about like where they should be and where Stella was feeling. And he wanted to see like truly where she was. But there's one scene in the book that I just, I thought was adorable and wonderful, but when they, and I don't want to like give away what they give each other, but they do a Christmas scavenger hunt in the store. And I thought the gifts that they gave each other were just perfect. I, yeah, I completely agree. I love that entire scene. Mm-hmm. I, well, and I like the fact too, where <clears throat> when she finds him, he's sitting there with cocoa and like marshmallows and he's like been hanging out because he <laughs> like knew exactly what he was going to get. And yes, like he mm-hmm. had the grace of like knowing where everything is, but he didn't even have to like question what he was going to get her. Like, cause they do the scavenger hunt as if I would buy you a present, what would it be? And I just thought that whole like scene was really well thought out and adorable and just really touching like with the way that Tessa Bailey wrote it. Yeah, I completely agree. And it was a fun and different scene too, mm-hmm. which I think kind of added to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and, I do want to talk about the side characters a little bit. So we have his assistant who is kind of like the grump to Aiden's sunshine, like, but he's very like on top of things. He's worked for him a long time, but there's a, there's a moment in the beginning of the book, like when there he's accepting applications where he talks about this file that he has. And I don't want to tell you what it's called, but like he, after he tells Aiden what it is, he has this moment and he's like, that's really bad. Like, why did I, why did I do that? And he's like, I'm sorry, which I thought was really funny. Cause like, he didn't do it in a malicious way, but, right. but he recognizes like when he says it out loud, like I shouldn't have done this. Like, this is not who Aiden is. I mean, granted it's his work computer and nobody else is like accessing that, but I just thought right. like, that was like really nice, but that was something too, like his assistant who I cannot think of his name off the top of my head for some reason, like I'm blanking on names tonight, but he really had his back through like everything. Like he mm-hmm. knew when Aiden was like at that cusp of like chaos. Yeah. And so like he could pull him back, which I thought was great because he truly was like a really good friend. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't just an assistant with him. Yes. I, I loved his assistant and there were a lot of funny scenes with him mm-hmm. and it, he wasn't a scene stealer, but in those scenes, he definitely added some like much needed content. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he definitely did. And then Aunt Edna, like 
one of the the thing like quirks that Aiden has is he's constantly talking about like Aunt Edna stories and all these Aunt Edna stories, but he like Stella even tells him she's like you don't share enough with your your employees because he's the general manager of the store mm-hmm. like his, his family owns it and he's like the the man in charge of everything and actually I think he owns most of the the shares of the store so technically he just owns it and everybody else is his peon but he doesn't mm-hmm. act like that like he truly cares about the store and the people that work for them but right. Stella tells him she's like you need to you need to tell these people some of those Edna stories. Like you need to humanize yourself for them. So they don't just see you as this really like peppy guy. Like they would love these stories. Yeah. Yeah. I love the Edna stories. Mm-hmm. Well, it is, they're so pretty. They were just so funny and ridiculous. It's like, right. <laughs> like how she's married and then like not and she like was with this rodeo clown yeah you're like but he didn't last real <laughs> <laughs> yeah there was and that was that's the thing like there were such serious moments but there was enough blended in with everything else that it worked really really well yeah i yeah i t- totally agree okay so the question did you like this book Yes, I love this book. I think it, it's definitely one of my favorite holiday romances I've read this year, for sure. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I thought, it, I thought it was very good. How about you? I did too. I really enjoyed this book. Like I actually have had it for a little bit because you and I had talked about it and Becky and I were like, this would be a good one because we're doing a lot of holiday romances for the month of December. And I, I enjoy Tessa Bailey's writing. Like there are books that I love and books that I like, I like but they're just not as good mm-hmm. for me, but I like her writing style. And this one, it's, it's the perfect blend of funny and sexy and serious. And since this one is one of her own self-pubbed books, she pushed that steamy, like over the top, like mm-hmm. her trad pub books, like she toes that line and she toes it so well, like she almost dips over it. Right. It's, it's almost a little much for a trad pub book, but this one, like she was free to like, let the steam fly which I loved. Mm-hmm. So who would typically like this book? Um, I think fans of Tessa Bailey in general, for sure, mm-hmm. would like this one. You like holiday romances, steamy romances. If you're looking for a closed door or clean romance, this is um, not, for not you. it. No. This is not it. This is not it. No. No, because let me tell you that shower scene, it was so hot. It was just him in his imagination. And I for like, no, honestly, like I had to read through it twice because I was like, when did she show up? I know, right? Because it was that well done. Like I went back and I was like, oh, it was just him thinking about it. But it was so like, she wrote it so perfectly that like I really thought like they were both there in that moment, but they weren't. I know I did the same thing oh and people who like reverse grumpy sunshine Mm -hmm. or just grumpy sunshine in general but yeah like if you like a rom-com like this is this is a good book for you you like a steamy holiday read this is a book for you you like a grumpy sunshine this is definitely a book for you like it's not overly grumpy but it's like grumpy like to the perfect degree (laughs) so would you recommend this book yes I definitely recommend this book yeah, I would too. It's a really great 
holiday romance, but you could read it any time of the year. So now, since it is a holiday romance, this is the ultimate holiday test. Does this book pass the Die Hard Christmas test? Yes, like it it would not make sense if it was like not a Christmas book. Like Christmas is like the whole reason this mm -hmm. book exists. Yeah, I like, I agree. Like the whole premise, like the window, like the window dressings and window shopping in New York is always a big thing, but they make a really big statement at Christmas time. Like they go over and above and beyond. And so like that whole premise of it and the ideas behind it, like if if it wasn't a Christmas book and she took that part out, then it wouldn't right. work as well. Like, I think if you totally rewrote it and had like a totally different storyline, then yeah, right. it would totally work. <laughs> but the whole premise is like the Christmas, like season windows. Exactly. Yeah, so definitely passes the Die Hard Christmas test because we all know that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Although some people don't think so, but. I digress. Okay, so do you have a book that you think we should review for a quick shot? If you do, send us an email at thebees at bookcasingcoffee.com and we might just read it and talk about it. But thank you so much for joining me on this quick shot of romance for this book that holiday people should read. Actually, anybody should read. <laughs> All right, thanks everybody and happy reading. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes. 